Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Chicago Sports Podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. I'm Kevin Kadek, head of content here at CHGO, and you will notice that we are actually not at CHGO. We have some climate issues. It's a little toasty inside the studios, so we thought we'd kick it here on StreamYard, but we're going to have just as much fun. I think this really is going to be a heater. I am joined by my CHGO Bulls colleagues, Matt Peck and Will Gottlieb. I think Will's making his debut on this. On CHGO, CHGO pod Sports debut. Podcast. Thanks for having me on. How are you feeling mm-hmm. about that? It's a little weird that you're not Big Dave, but I'm excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> We're very similar. Uh, I had him on the on the podcast last week for the first time ever, and it was awesome to, to see him do the points bet read up close and personal. Um, oh, we did is. the summer movie preview on last week's episode so if you missed that check it out um we're also joined by jacoby cochran of citycast chicago i'm really excited to have him join us um he is a great dude that i've been wanting to meet for a while i listen to his podcast every morning uh it's a it's a news-based podcast i also get the citycast newsletter which you can sign up for at chicago.citycast.fm uh, Jacoby's podcast was named Best of Chicago by both The Reader and Chicago Magazine in 2021. Um, so we're in good company today. Jacoby, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm I'm having a fantastic day thus far. Uh, Kevin, big fan of yours, big fan of the show. Matt and Will, I've been following along with the player evals. I told y'all in the email, shout out to Big Dave, who actually did an ad for City Cash Chicago and our CEO, uh, he couldn't stop talking about that ad. He was just like, you need to reach out to them. You need to call him. You need to thank him. Um, so I appreciate uh, being here with y'all. Uh, you know, shout out to the reader in the magazine for giving us a little love along the way, too. That's awesome. What can people expect when they do sign up for your podcast? That's a really good question. Um, it, it feels generic to say, but after 300 episodes, CityCast really is everything that Chicago is, right? We have talked about rodeos in South Shore, national monuments in Pullman, schools in Rogers Park, hospitals in Austin, brownies in the loop. Like, uh, you know, this week I got to sit down with the CEO of CPS, Pedro Martinez, to talk about the budget cuts that about 40% of CPS schools will see. Uh, And then the next day I sat down with y'all colleague Janice Scurrio to preview the Chicago Sky, who just beat the brakes off the Liberty last night by 33 points. And so, franchise record. 
you you never know what you'll you'll get when you come to CityCast, but it will always be Chicago. That's awesome. Um, for CHGO Sports Podcast listeners, we are actually going to drop um, the episode with Janice in this actual feed so you can check it out. But we do encourage you to also subscribe to CityCast Chicago. And look, if you subscribe to this podcast anywhere, uh, you'll also be able to find that. So just type in CityCast Chicago and make sure you're getting Jacoby in your feed every weekday morning. It's it's really a great listen. Um, you know, it's only 15 or 20 minutes long and gets you really uh, caught up on the day. So uh, in addition to your CHGO podcast listening, I would say add that to your diet. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah. So today, guys, uh, the bear schedule is supposedly coming out at 7 p.m. Of course, as in years past, that has completely been leaked by Danny Parkins of WSCR, <laughs> the score. Um, if he's right, you know, like we already know all 17 games. Um, so we know what's out there. I want to start off talking a little bit about that, guys. Um, but then we're going to get into a little bit of fun because this is really the day where Bears fans get these dates and they can head to, you know, Expedia or fly.com, start making the reservations and going on the road trips that they have really picked out as, you know, great road trip destinations. Um, that kind of got me to thinking like, what is the ultimate sports destination for every Chicago team, not just the Bears? Like, if you were to build the ultimate road trip, where would you be going for each Chicago team? We will get to that, but um, but first, Jacoby, looking at this schedule, what really kind of stands out to you? Uh, well, a couple of things. One, when I woke up this morning, the only leak I wanted was from Kendrick Lamar, and so I was already <laughs> let a bit down. I was already let down, so when it was the bare schedule, I'm not gonna lie. To be a little selfish, I think, uh, especially thinking about road games, I was a little bored by it. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like last year we went on the road to see the Rams, Vegas, Tampa Bay. You know, when I look at this road schedule, uh, you know, I see Atlanta, I see Dallas. But I'm like, if I'm thinking in a road trip mentality, you know, it's not a lot of them games I'm, I'm really trying to go to. Inside the division is going to be cold. I ain't trying to go to New England. Um, from a competitive standpoint, I'm hoping that it you know, is a somewhat, I won't say an easier schedule, but that we're in a better position um, to do better this year. I like some of the moves we made in the draft, picking up some DBs in the second round, getting more offensive linemen. I'm interested to see how they turn around in training camp. But, you know, uh, I, I'm, we're, we're, I feel like as Bears fans, we're always on the fence. And so nothing about this schedule makes me think we're going to run through it. But I do think if, if we put in some some good uh, play out there on the field, we, we got a chance to, to be above 500 with this schedule. Matt? Uh, well, Jacoby, I love your optimism. I, I looked <laughs> at this schedule and, and like we already knew who our opponents were. You know, today's leak uh, or today's release is just a matter of order and location of home versus away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, but I st- it was a fresh reminder of thinking about how not good the Bears are going to be this season, a year of development, a year of transition, and looking at the schedule and thinking, like, 5-12, and 12, maybe 6-11. and 11. And the other oh, thing wow. that sticks out is week two at Green Bay, Sunday night football. Why is it that the Bears have to play in prime time at Lambeau, always, it seems, somewhere in the first three or four weeks of the season? I'm sick of this because you know that's an L, and I freaking hate it. One of the storied rivalries in all of sports, they have to just put us on blast in week two, make sure everybody knows that the Packers right. are still the better team. Hate to say it. 
Yeah, the first thing I do when I see these schedules is look through it. And then the second, I just kind of like scan through it. And the second one is just like count up who I think, you know, they're going to beat in each game. And it was it was hard to find uh, games that I felt confident in. There's like that stretch from, you know, week 10 to week 12 where they got the Lions, Falcons and Jets. I feel like they could maybe get a few of those and string together some momentum. But at the end of the day, I'm not super confident in this Bears team being more than like six or seven wins. And I just want to see them have fun. Like they, mm-hmm. they've got a young quarterback who's awesome. I love Justin Fields, but Matt, Matt says they're not going to be. He says I want to have fun. I want to have fun. Like it's it's better. I just to want have... both teams to play hard and for everybody to have fun. Come <laughs> look, on, you can, Will. You can have fun seasons if you've got young players and they start to show some promise. That's what I want. I don't care if they. Obviously, it would be awesome if they win. Mm-hmm. You know, thirteen games or whatever. I don't expect that to happen. But like, let's see some momentum in the right direction here. I, I think we could be four and two after week six. I think we're going to zero and two in them first two games. But I ain't afraid of Houston. I'm not. I love Kenny Galladay. I grew up with him, but I ain't afraid of the Giants. Minnesota, you know, they they could lay a stinker any week. They they and the Commanders. I still got to get used to even saying that. So, <laughs> you know, maybe that's on me. I, I you know, week seven, week eight, I think we drop them. But I agree when we get to week nine through twelve. Dolphins, Lions, Atlanta, Jets, you know, if, if we're not in a position to go three and one in that four week stretch, yeah, you know, pack it up. But, uh, you know, that, that first six weeks, I think with with some energy with, you know, hopefully they got some good chemistry. No, I, you know, again, I think we're going to be owing to coming out the gate, but we might sniff a little four and two. Let's, come on, let's 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 be in it together, y'all. So I love this opener against San Francisco because it's kind of like a good measuring stick game, right? We got San Francisco at home last week. It was or last year. It was on Halloween and outside of Justin Fields, like most amazing run, which got us all excited. That was so cool. Right. The bears were not competitive late. It really exposed Matt Nagy, like many other games for his weaknesses. And that was really kind of when we, really decided, okay, the 2021 Bears are really not going to do anything, and we are in for a long November, December, and two weeks into January. Uh, so right away, we'll be able to see what Matt Aberflus can do against against that team um, and see where they're at. If they can somehow spring an upset there, yes, they're probably going to go into Green Bay on, on a Sunday night and get housed. I don't think we're looking forward to that. But then, yeah, a W in the Lovey Smith you know, revenge game. They're in a worse off position than the Bears are. Uh, the Giants arguably are, although, you know, they've been able to restock with a, a pretty good draft. Um, you know, at the Vikings, I don't love that, but it, at least it's not coming at, you know, the final game of the season with, with nothing to play for. So that one is kind of interesting. And I've said it, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times, the Washington Commanders only exist to make Bears fans realize how much worse we could have it. <laughs> so There's I, one I like teams that one, in every right? sport. It's fun. So I'm not At least feeling the Bulls aren't the Kings, right? Exactly what I was thinking. Exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I, I, that's a great comparison. Um, so and it's yeah, a I'm Thursday feeling... night game. You know, maybe maybe both no teams will be watch. tired it's and perfect. they'll be worse. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you never know what's going to happen in those Thursday night games. I guess everyone's going to need Amazon, or maybe we don't because we're in market for that. But um, so I'm not optimistic about this, you know. But I, I think I agree with you, Jacoby. I think they could get off to a 
somewhat promising start before, you know, being hit a little later on by mm-hmm. the realities of a 17 game schedule. <laughs> 100%. Did you guys like the 17 game schedule last year? I, I, like it was no. <laughs> no, it's terrible. Why? You you can remove preseason games that everybody hates without adding a regular season game. Mm-hmm. And 16, it's like I don't know. It's just there's it's just programmed into my brain from when I started watching NFL football when I was a kid. 16 game season. It's not a nice round number. Eight home, eight away. 16. <laughs> Even as like a fantasy football player, I got used to 16 games. It's yeah. why. I mean, I know why because the NFL and because money. But I freaking they want that it. money. It's so yeah, dumb because money. Uh huh. It doesn't matter how. Me- Go ahead, Will. I was just going to say, the thing that's weird to me is a bye in week 14. Like, that just seems so Ugh. late in the season. But there's four games after that. It's just that that is like the one sort of like orientation point where I'm like, okay, yeah, this is pretty weird. This is like way different than before. Yeah, enjoy your, catch, enjoy catch your December 12th off, Bears. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, isn't that better, though? Or do you guys disagree than having your, like week four bye? I think the early bye is like – it's like when you were back at school and you would have your lunch period assigned as like period three of a 10 day school day period. And you're like, well, what the hell? I still have two like fall of my break. Day left you to you go. just got there. Right. Exactly. So like, yeah, 14 is really late for a bye week, but I'd rather have it then than in week four when you don't even need a bye week yet. Rest up on that playoff push, you know? Now I'm just sitting over here thinking about the year I had gym early. And it's just like, if you ain't feeling the oh. shower, you just sweaty and gross the first, rest first of First period day. gym? Terrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then you see the same dude in that hoop in, in, in seventh and eighth period gym. Um, my thing with the 17 weeks is it, 16, 15, 17, the last week of the season is either going to be tense for a team or it's not going to matter. It doesn't matter how many games there are. That's just going to have uh, – uh, that's how it's going to play out. So, yeah, the, the money grab is is unnecessary. For us, it usually means that it's just one more game we got to uh, be hurt for. Well, it's just it's just weird. It doesn't benefit anybody. Um, last year, see, it's like last year's season seemed like it would never end, even though it was only one game longer. But I can't imagine, like, had the Bears been good, like we would have liked it either because it's like, okay, that's one more game that somebody can blow out a knee or get a concussion or whatever. Um, I just, I just don't like it. Uh, it's not going away, but yeah, it's going to take a while for, for me to really get, get acclimated to it. Um, remember, like, I mean, it's like, even like the super, like that pushes back the Super Bowl even one more week too, right? Like mm-hmm. we used to enjoy the Super Bowl. The Bears won theirs on January 26th. And, and now they're not having this until the second week of February. It's like, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So if uh, so, we're going to do this road trip. You know, I don't think we actually picked any destinations among the four of us on here. But if, if you were to go to any like if, if you were making an airline reservation today, where are you headed? From the schedule that they have now? Yeah. I, I think I'm going to Dallas. I'm going to go check out th- that obnoxiously large stadium, the complex that sits around it uh, and, and what all the hype is about. Yeah, that's a good one. I would say maybe Atlanta. I haven't been to the new Falcon Stadium yet, so I'd be curious to check that out. Also, I feel like hanging out in Atlanta for a weekend is definitely more fun than hanging out in Dallas for a weekend. Uh, you, you're right and, on that. You're right on that. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, they play at Giants and at Jets, both New York teams. They go to MetLife twice. 
you know, I, I went out to MetLife for Bears Jets when I lived in New York. The, the commute for people who live in New York to MetLife is obnoxious and terrible. There's no good way to get there. And MetLife as a stadium, blah. So, yeah, as, as, as much as visits to New York City are fun, MetLife mm-hmm. is garbage. I, I have like I have like a feeling right now, like ten years from now, when we have like a New York, uh, you know, city, NY, whatever we call the New York version of this, someone's going to be like describing the Bear Stadium in Arlington Heights that way. <laughs> I don't talk about that, Kevin. <laughs> I'm not ready. Will, where are you going? All right, this is kind of weird, so feel free to roast me. But I think I would go to the Bills game. So you're not going yeah. anywhere. I do. Well, I almost picked that one for my, uh, for my other road trip. So maybe I'm just excited about the, uh, the fan atmosphere. So let me think about this for a second, but um, yeah. Uh, I mean, your other options are at Detroit. It's like at Detroit, New England, Minnesota, the Minnesota. Viking stadium is supposed to be really nice. Although I'm not really, Super excited about spending a weekend in Minneapolis. Yeah. I went to the Super Bowl, the Eagles versus the Patriots up in Minnesota. And it is, oh, it was the coldest thing I ever experienced in my life. I think my lips split like three <laughs> seconds into being there. But the stadium itself was was beautiful. I mean, that was the Prince halftime show. So they did it up. We were yeah, kind of talking I, about this before we went live here. But would anybody want to go to Lambeau for the Sunday night game? I mean, Obviously, you're going to just be like, you know, excommunicated, but uh, it would be interesting to see that that experience. And if the Bears won, can you imagine like just getting to yell at everybody on your way out? Yeah, I've and been at least it's in September. Yeah. You don't you don't want to flirt with those odds, though. I mean, hey, there's a <laughs> there's a one point one two percent chance that I get to talk shit to all these Packers fans. I'm way out of town, but. Nine times out of ten, nine out of ten bears games. That's the opposite thing happening to you. (laughs) And look, I know how I treat people wearing Packers gear walking the streets of Chicago, so I do not want that. He said it's not time for karma to pay up on that one yet. (laughs) How how do you treat people walking the streets of Chicago in Green Bay gear? Throws his hat at them. Terribly. I don't care if you're a complete stranger. If you're wearing Packers gear walking the sidewalks of Chicago, I give you shit. Get out of here. You you don't you don't belong here. <laughs> you will get beat up one day by parasites <laughs> taking over our city because they know that our city is better than everything anything and everything they have across that state border. Get out of here. So I think Jacoby had it right at the top of this thing. Like last year was awesome, Vegas, Tampa Bay. This year is not great. Um, I actually co- was covering the Bears the last time that they played the Giants and Jets. No, I guess, I mean, they must have, like, played – well, I don't know, if, like, if it was the last time they played them in the same year, but it was back-to-back weeks. So, I like, stayed in the same hotel. It was, like, the same exact thing. And, it was, like, it was two back-to-back um, road trips. And it was, it was super weird. So, at least they're split up this year. I would never actually pay money to go to MetLife <laughs> Stadium. I can't imagine. That would be fun. Um, I think, you know, actually road tripping to Detroit's a little underrated. That stadium is actually kind of fun, like once you're in it, and it's a decent tailgate scene around Plus there. The, the Bears might actually win that game. They might actually win it, although it is it is New Year's Day, so that, that might be a rough one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Patriots, I've been to I've been to Foxborough. That is off, an awful experience. <laughs> I've been to Dallas um, 
for Rangers games while Cowboys games were going on. And it's one of those things like, you know, when you go to Vegas and you see like a casino down the road and you're like, hey, I'm going to go walk there because it looks like, you know, two minutes away. And then Mm -hmm. like 45 minutes later, you're still walking in Newark. That's like if you look across the parking lot from from Rangers ballpark and say, I'm just going to walk to Jerry World. It's like a half an hour walk and it looks like I'll be there in three minutes because it's so gigantic, but I've never been inside. So uh, I'd probably pick the Cowboys. I, I would guess most Bears fans will uh, pick the Cowboys. Joey says Jerry World is awesome. Great pick, Jacoby. I actually have a problem with, with um, Jerry World because one of my least favorite sporting memories happened there. I went to the University of Wisconsin and that's where Aaron Harrison hit that three-pointer in the 2014 final four to uh to beat the badgers so that was a rough one so all right after the break we are going to be talking about our ultimate road trip about and places where we would actually like to go but first Mm -hmm. the best way to support chgo is to download the points bet app and use code chgo when you sign up you will get two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars but that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you will receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO Locker, all for making more than a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we will help you out. PointsBet is your home for live in-play betting, and it just got even better. PointsBet has a new feature, Live NBA Same Game Parlay. For the first time ever, you can build the perfect Live NBA Same Game Parlay only with PointsBet. You can buy your favorite point bets anytime during a game. You can also boost those Live Same Game Parlays. So watch live, parlay live, and boost live with PointsBet. Don't forget... Online sign-up is available in Illinois. You don't have to go anywhere. You just download that PointsBet app right on your phone, register your account from start to finish. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Matt, you want to tell everyone about CHGO? I do. I do. Um, if you aren't a member already with that awesome points bet bonus, I don't know what you're waiting for because not only can you have a lot of fun at points bet, but you're going to get so much amazing content here from CHGO and you help us keep making it. If you join up and become a member, you're going to get your podcasts, your live shows, every team, every day. We recently added for all you soccer fans, the Chicago fire show, the Chicago red star show, and we've got the Chicago sky who are. Uh, as Kev said in his intro, fresh off a big victory, we got the Chicago Sky Crew doing their thing. In addition to both baseball teams, north side, south side, Bulls, Bears, and Hawks. Premium written content for members at allchgo.com from a guy, Will Gottlieb, there covering the Bulls, and everybody, all of our credentialed reporters uh, and writers covering these teams that you love all day, every day. Uh, dope merch from that CHGO locker, one for every team. We've got a shirt for every Chicago sports team. I love mine. That's the CHGO with the Bulls cursive red with black print. Uh, But there are so many awesome options. The the Sky shirt is also really, really cool. Uh, And you get a free shirt when you become a member. Plus, you get access to those members-only Discord channels, one for each Chicago team in our CHGO Discord. So what are you waiting for? Become a CHGO member today 
and I'm I'm telling you, you're gonna like that. You're gonna like that decision. Jacoby, are you a member of CHGO? Uh, I, I follow y'all on everything, but I got to get down on the on the the next level. I, I'm usually just a, a free trial and get out kind of a person, so I got to get past my commitment to be a full. You really put member. him on the spot there, Kev. <laughs> I know. I thought I was gonna say yes, so <laughs> I, I'm all I'm always ready with a response. He's, he's an honest dude, which I appreciate. So, um, look, it, it is worth it. And CHGO uh, members also get access to that CHGO Discord, which has been hopping lately, too, as, as Matt mentioned. So um, I edited Janice's piece on the sky this morning. She was out at Wintrust last night. Uh, so a lot of great stuff being produced. Um, all right, let's get into the meat of this podcast, the ultimate Chicago sports road trip. Uh, I emailed all three of these guys earlier this week and said, look, I want you to pick out the ultimate destination. Like if I gave you an unlimited budget and said, go to one game for each of the following teams this year, Bears, Sox, Bulls, Blackhawks, Cubs, and Sky. And then I gave a wild card uh, just so this really didn't drag on. And I said that wild card could be anything from MLS to NWSL to um, college hoops to college football. Um, so we're going to see what people, uh, you know, come up with. Usually we go like team by like pick by pick. Uh, we're going to change it up a little and just kind of have everyone present their itinerary separately and kind of, you know, explain some of their, um, uh, you know, explanations. And, and guys, when you go through this, I want, I want you to let me know, like, you know, have you been there before? Is this something you've always wanted to do? Is this a bucket list item? Is this something you just can't pass up? Um, and, 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 you know, for the other stuff, you like, feel free to chime in. If someone shouldn't be going there and say, Hey, that that's overrated. I want you guys to, to say that too. So of course, we're going to let the guests go first. Uh, we know, you know, Jacoby is bringing a lot of listeners from, from CityCast. Um, and I know that we're doing a pod share and, you know, so if you guys are, are listening to this, make sure you also sign up to the CHGO sports podcast on, on whatever podcast provider you have, but, uh, Jacoby, the floor is yours. Hey, uh, first and foremost, this idea is fantastic. Every week we trying to think of ways to like engage listeners, cool things to do with our guests. And when you told me this, I was like, one, I it racked my brain on figuring out the exact list. I went back and forth a few times. But two, I was like, I'm 100 percent taking this in some form or fashion and, and doing this with another guest because uh, it's, it's such a great idea. Um, they don't call so, him the head of content for nothing. Right. Um, right. So. My picks follow a few things. Um, I would probably do this road trip in the reverse order that I'm going to give it, but because I want to save my wild card for last, I'm going to go west to east. Um, okay. and, and so I'll start at the top. My first stop is in Seattle with the Chicago Sky, uh, and we go into Climate Pledge Arena. Uh, and this gives me an opportunity to do a few things. One, um, to see greatness. Right. I got the fortune of going to the Mercury game Four at Wintrust Arena and just to see so many different legends at the same time. So to be able to go up to Seattle to see Sue Burr playing what might be one of her her last years, you never know with her. I mean, what is it? Year 19 uh, to see Stewie, who's going to go down as one of the greatest uh, players of all time. And, and I don't have to talk about our team. Right. You got Kyle out there. You got CP. Uh, you, you got Vander Quiggs and, and so forth. So I'm starting with the sky up in Seattle. And that's also a shout out to one of my producers, Simone Alisea, who's originally from Seattle. Next, I'm going to drop down to San Francisco to go see the Cubs play the Giants. Um, for me, this was, was really a nostalgia pick like Oracle Park. 
um, McCovey Cove, but I grew up in the like the home run, like smash it era. And so in 98, you had Sammy hit 66, uh, McGuire hit 70, and then come 2001, Barry hit 73. And so what really got me into baseball was watching those people hit. And since, you know, I'm a Sox uh, diehard, I want to go to the place where the only one of the places where the only uh, individual was able to to go past what Sammy was doing, um, because that he was really my connection to the Cubs. And, and Barry was one of the people who really uh, kind of built my fandom in baseball coming up. Uh, have, for you there, been Jacoby? have you been to that park? I've I've not been to either of these cities yet or either of these uh, parts. I've never been to San Francisco and I've never been to Seattle. Uh, I, I would love to see that Seattle thing because I want to know what the climate pledge thing is. I know that they like <laughs> I, it's like some, you know, of course, it's like E certified or whatever the terminology mm-hmm. for that is. But the, the giant stadium, I've probably been there 20 times. It's amazing. Um, I had the, the you know, the, the fortune to cover both uh, two of the World Series runs, 2010 and 2012. That place was rocking, and you know, it, being right by the bay, the smell the of the garlic from fries, like the upper deck on the third baseline, mm. unbelievable. It's yeah, I, I gotta see it. And I got some friends I, I from North Cali, too. and they, they is they just like Southern Californians, right? They they rep they part of California very hard, and um. So for my next pick, I'm not actually going. I'm staying in California, and for the Sox, I'm going to Dodger Stadium. Uh. For me, it's a couple of reasons. One, I feel like the Dodgers are in some ways reviewed as like the standard um, uh, in, in baseball. And so I want to see the Sox play face off against them. I know we 14 and 14 at 500 right now. Pitching is doing good. We're what second in the, the MLB in error. So our defense and our offense got some ways to getting consistent. But uh, but also I've been to L.A. a few times and I. Here I was thinking about, well, do I want to go see the Lakers? Do I want to go see the Sparks, the CP Revenge game? But it really came to the, the history of the Dodgers um, and kind of taking in uh, Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium is a great pick. That's like one that also like completely lives up to it. Um, late arriving crowd, of course. Um, a very interesting crowd it can be, but um, I love that pick too. Mm-hmm. Matt, do you have experience with Dodger Stadium? You, you lived there for a while. Yeah, I mean, you know, so I lived in L.A. for a while. I went to Dodger Stadium a couple of times. Not impressed. When they do that thing, like they have their version of Harry Carey in the seventh inning stretch. And then, you know, they sing that song. I love L.A. I'm like, no one actually loves L.A. Even if you're from L.A., (laughs) no one loves L.A. L.A. is a garbage city. Hey, our headquarters leader Sarah Menendez will fight you on that. She is LA through and through. She loves the Dodgers. Every time we get on an all staff meeting, she's sitting there in a Dodgers jersey. Uh, most folks are transplants for show. Everyone loves Randy Newman. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> um, Not even Randy Newman loves Randy Newman. Come on now. <laughs> uh, from LA, I'm heading over to uh, Colorado. And I'm going to go see the Denver Nuggets play. I'm going to see the Bulls play the Denver Nuggets um, at Ball Arena. And, and for this reason, it's it's two reasons, but they're completely different. One, as a sports fan uh, and as a basketball fan, I think coming back next year, the Denver Nuggets and the Bulls, when healthy, might be two of the hungriest teams in the league. I don't know if they're two of the best. I don't know if they're going to win their conference. I don't know if they're going to play, you know, for, for a conference chip or uh, for the title, but – 
I'm interested to see the Nuggets. I know uh, Jokic can hear the sound right now that he didn't deserve back-to-back MVPs. He doesn't deserve to be in that that category of players who won back-to-back. Uh, and, and Buddy talented, so he's going to be back. Uh, you know, maybe I'm buying high on the Jamal Murray bubble play, but uh, what I saw in that bubble was a was a was a monster. Somebody a who. Yeah, who who is ready for the moment, who wants to be one of the best point guards in the league and, and coming out of, um, you know, uh, uh, an injury like he had. I mean, more people are coming back from these serious injuries, but um, I, I'm really I'm excited to see that team. And then I've been on the Michael Porter uh, Jr. Uh, way for a while. I, I know it's a small sample size. But, you know, what was it, 19 points on, like, 54% shooting, 44% from the three. It was it's pretty wild. And so, you know, with the Bulls coming back, with the players they're going to bring back, hopefully we, we re-sign Zach. Um, I think that's, that would be a great uh, game to take in. And then the mascot battle, right? Benny the Bull is, without a doubt, in my opinion, the, the greatest mascot in professional sports. But Rocky the Mountain Lion has been voted as a consistent – fan favor and so i want to see those mascots go at it in colorado uh so so i'm I'm taking the denver game just another way that chgo is better than dnvr true yeah but (laughs) also we we gotta make sure we could go to the dnvr bar afterward oh yeah gotta check (laughs) Mm -hmm. that out and of course shout out to city cast denver oh right on can we can we bet on benny versus the nuggets mascot on points bet is that an option we got to make that an option on points bet (laughs) name your bet i'm putting all my money on benny all of it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I I think that would be a, a good one. Um, I, the Bulls was probably the hardest one for me to pick. There's a lot of great uh, places I, I want to see the Bulls play. Um, so so we've moved from Seattle to San Francisco, down to L.A. We got over to Denver, and now we're coming uh, clear across uh, the heartlands for the Blackhawks, and I'm taking Pittsburgh um, at PPG Paint Arena. And the reason is because is the Hawks is probably the team I know the least about. I mean, they won their titles when I was a freshman in college, a senior in college, and then finishing grad school. And so while I was away in Peoria for college and Syracuse for grad school, I, that was one of the things that connected me back home was how well the Hawks was doing that pride I carry with me. But growing up, the name that I kept hearing was See It the Kid. I remember being in eighth grade and hearing about Sidney Crosby for the first time and how cool he was, um, how legendary of a player he was going to be. And the fact that now from eighth grade, now I'm 31 years old, you know, he got injured, I believe, in yesterday's game and it's questionable. Um, But the fact that he's second in total points in the playoffs right now, 15 some odd years into his career, um, uh, I think is, is a testament to his greatness. And so if you can notice, a lot of my picks are also about these respect of greatness, right? I can see my team every day. I'm going to watch all of ours. If I'm going to go on the road. I'm considering what's the greatness of that other team I'm watching. Um, yeah. and, and so to see Sidney Crosby play live at home um, as he winds down his career, I think would be a, a cool opportunity. And props to the Penguins for keeping that team competitive. And in the playoffs, while they have greatness, unlike a certain team that has Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane. I think it's also (laughs) just like some of these cities I was really interested in, like Philly, for example, that just have these like notoriously amazing fan bases. And it's just like the idea of going to experience them in their, you know, home stadiums. I think that would be really incredible. Exactly. 
Um, and it's another shout out to a city cast team. You know, we started the podcast, I want to say, just in. We started in Chicago, then in Denver, and one of our uh, newest podcasts is out in Pittsburgh. We're also in a few great cities like Houston, Vegas. We're coming to Boise, Idaho soon. Um, uh, so shout out to city cast Pittsburgh. I'd have to stop in on them. Um, this next pick, I think, aligns with Will. Even though they're coming here this season, the – the road game for the Bears that I'm taking, uh, because I went to Syracuse, because I have a, a upstate New York connection, is I'm going to see what the Bills Mafia about. I got to see somebody go <laughs> Jeff Hardy through Dude. six tables. Watch out for those uh, tables, man. And and, and, I'm, and I'm gonna just say it straight up. I know them white folks crazy out there, in Buffalo, <laughs> yeah. right? I know how much they love their team. I know how hard they go for the Bills, and I know it's always you know our year. I got a friend named Connor. Um, who I host a show with here. He's one of my my content partners. And we were filming one of our CityCast review videos last week. And we were in River West, Oak Cabrini Green area. And it started raining. I don't know if y'all remember the rain last week. So we had to like crotch up against this building. And he had a Toronto Maple Leafs hat on. And a woman comes out the building. We don't know her from a can of paint. Uh, <laughs> she looks at his hat and she's like, oh, uh, you Canadian, and he's got connections in Ontario, so he says that. And the next thing I heard mouth is Bill's Mafia. It's our year. And he goes, exactly, Bill's Mafia. <laughs> it's our year. And from him, I've learned there's a very sizable population of Bill's fans in Chicago. They got, like, their own bar where they go and watch games. Um, and, and so just to see why they rise so hard for a team that lost four Super Bowls in a row, um that that take a level of commitment and in just uh cognitive dissonance and i don't know if i understand and so seeing that up close and personal um uh, I, I didn't read some things uh openly doing rails and fighting each other but you know it, it, it sounded like a fun tailgate nonetheless i i almost chose the bills as well for the i mean you just that was perfectly said same same response didn't didn't pick them so I'll, i'm excited to share mine but that was mm-hmm. high on my list yeah, right, that, so that's one time bomb crazy. Let's bring up your itinerary. You've got your wild card pick left, and I actually like this one, but uh, mm-hmm. if Joey can bring up your itinerary and we can kind of go through it. Mm-hmm. Um, you you started in Seattle with uh, Seattle Storm and Climate Pledge, Pledge Arena. It went down to the Giants, uh, down to the Dodgers, over to the Nuggets, uh, back to back east to the Penguins, Bills, and then you're going to finish it off. Yep. Stores, Connecticut. Yep. I'm taking my last team to Gamble Pavilion. I believe I'm saying that right. Uh, to see as a professor at DePaul University, I want to see the Blue Demons women's basketball team. Uh, we had arguably the best freshman in the country last year in Anissa Moreau uh, from Simeon. You know, this is a player who averaged 28 and 14 in her senior year at Simeon. Uh, her first year in college, she averaged 21 and 14. Uh, when they played UConn at home last year, I believe she gave them 30 and 14. Um, and, and so to go to UConn, obviously a historic, like a story program, I didn't need to speak to, to the legacy of that team, but to see the future of, of women's basketball and people like Moreau and Bukers and Fudd, um, Moreau gave Creighton 41 and 18 last year and had a 22 and 27 game. And so though they got mopped when they went to UConn last year, they only lost by two when they were at home. And so, you know, both being in the Big East, they're going to have to face off again next year. And so uh, I'm going to connect. I'm finishing out in Connecticut. And again, I would do the road trip in reverse and start in Connecticut, go over to Buffalo, 
Pittsburgh, Denver, L.A., San Francisco, and Seattle. But for the suspense, I went the opposite way, going west to east. Uh, so that's that's my road trip. No, no uh, flodge into the south. It was a lot of good picks. I was thinking about heading to Miami to see Jimmy Buckets, maybe going to Atlanta to see my my sister, uh, who's a firefighter in Atlanta, and get Trey Young. But um, but uh, I, I hear the weed is better in Denver than Atlanta and Miami. So I'm gonna just <laughs> I'm gonna go over there. Well. You're up. So I didn't really I know uh Peck like put together the whole roadmap. He's got like elevation gained and lost. He's he's going <laughs> all over the place. Mine's a little bit more sporadic, so I'll just I just did it by sports. So I'm gonna start at Arrowhead Stadium, Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. The main reason is just Patrick Mahomes. I gotta see this guy play in real life. I mean, Steph Curry of football, just absolute magic. Um and the Bears are going to lose that game anyway, so I may as well enjoy the other team playing well. Um, <laughs> so I, I started my career off in Kansas City. Um, I was there for like the Priest Holmes era, right before the Larry Johnson era. It was fun. That those were fun teams. Like Trent Green was kind of really underrated quarterback when all is said and done. Dick Vermeil was the coach. Um, it was the heyday of the Kansas City Star with Joe Posnanski and Jason Whitlock and Wright Thompson and Jeff Passan. Uh, Arrowhead Stadium was awesome. Like, and the fans are like, supposed to be great too, right? The tailgating is is the best tailgating I've ever been to. Um, I would walk around and just introduce myself to people, and and you would get everything from from jambalaya to the best barbecue you've ever had to, to hot dogs, to hamburgers, Boulevard beer flowing everywhere. Mm. Um, I will say that every time I walked into that stadium, I had drank so much I like I forgot who they were playing that day. Um, <laughs> It's not. I don't think it's actual great stadium inside. It's loud. There's. It's kind of like the old Soldier Field pre-renovation where there's a lot of seats very far away, mm-hmm. uh, but it does get loud. And yes, Patrick Mahomes does play there, so that's a great thing. Reinforcing my decisions. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, for the NBA, I got to go to the Mecca. It's a bucket list for me. Um, when I I've been in you know New York a bunch of times, but only have gone to um, see the Nets play. Um, so I just got to make it to MSG. I, I yeah. feel like that's kind of self-explanatory. Um, the Knicks, you know, they're probably going to be bad. The Bulls are probably going to win that game. But if Tibbs is coaching, it's always, you know, it's always fun to go against him. And and Derek and Taj is even still somehow on that roster. So uh, a lot of connections there from a player and coach perspective, but also just the the history of that arena and probably like the most notable arena in all sports. So had to choose that one. If Damian Lillard ever decide to get off of the, the high Portland horse and some, cause he doesn't seem like somebody who would go from like a bad situation to a good situation. He seems like he would go from a bad situation to a bad situation. And, and so if he ever ended up in New York, I feel like that, but you, at this point, I, I'm going to go see like, Tyler the Creator or Kendrick and MSG Fossey the Knicks at, at Madison Square Garden right also, now. Also, Jacoby, didn't you hear Dame staying in, in Portland and, and he's going to team up with Zach? Zach's going to lead the Bulls. And he's gonna, I, I did guess, see that, but I didn't want to give that no attention. <laughs> I want to give that no attention so he can go there and get the CJ McCollum treatment. No, thank yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I almost reserved MSG for the Rangers, going to see the, the Hawks Rangers game there. Mm. But uh, I just feel like there's something special about watching the Knicks play at Madison Square Garden. So I've, I've seen Rangers, Hawks, and Bulls Knicks at the Garden. It's all awesome. Like you can't mm. pick incorrectly with either one. It's great. 
I want to see um, fish there. <laughs> the band? Yes. You don't. You don't know that about me. I, I feel like fish. anybody who's gonna see fish has gone. I didn't fish, know. Like, the, I didn't know you were a concert. fish head, Kev. That's how I feel about Dave day. Matthews Band. Anybody who ever tells me they've gone to see one, they've been like, I tour to see this man. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I'll go. I'll shut up now. <laughs> um, I'll I'll take it to NHL now and kind of show my cards here that I basically have been, you know, Bulls have been number one in my life forever. <laughs> and so being that it's the same season as NHL, I've never really gotten into hockey. Um, so I picked uh, T-Mobile in Vegas to see the Golden Knights. It's Vegas. It's Vegas, baby. I, I had to, you know, go check it out. Vegas is always a fun time. Um, it's also like right off the strip. So and if you're talking mm-hmm. about like Jerryland and being able to see it, but it takes an hour to get anywhere like that's that is peak Vegas strip. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it feels like a mirage the entire time. Like Kevin, um, that was the perfect way to describe what it feels like. Everything feels like it's right there, and it's like, no, it is not. <laughs> and the further you get, just the worse off your body is. So it's like you oh, should yeah. probably just turn around and go back to your. Well, room. it's a, it's 115 degrees. Right, out, so you just... it's, it's it's the uh, temperature of the CHGO studios right now. <laughs> as you <laughs> pour <laughs> poison into your face, <laughs> hours on end. <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll take it over to baseball now. I almost chose Oracle. I lived in the Bay Area for six years, just moved back to take this wonderful job at CHGO covering the Bulls, which has been a dream. Um, but love, love, love Oracle Arena. I saw the Cubs play the Giants in the 2016 NLDS there. Uh, stayed until you know 1 a.m. watching that 14-inning game. They lost, and then uh narrowly lost without like a five or six run eighth inning uh in game four they ended up winning it and i was just like talking so much shit to all my uh barrier fan (laughs) friends um met brad miller randomly super drunk um so i just have some great memories there but i ended up going with petco uh to go see the padres from i've never been there but everything i hear is that that stadium is amazing but it's also like right on the boardwalk San Diego just sounds like it would be a very chill, fun time. You got the beach right there. You got some, you know, craft beers, good food. So uh, Petco just sounds like a great place to play. And in this, you know, ideal scenario, they're fully healthy and you get to go see Tatis too, which wouldn't be so bad. Mm-hmm. Can't confirm. Yeah, San Diego, I've been to a few different places in, in California. San Diego just seems to be, the, at least in my opinion, it just seems to be one of the chillest. Oh, I can't chill. speak to like how much it costs or anything like that, but it just felt uh, a little more laid back. And then uh, taking it back to the Bay for the AL game, White Sox A's at the Coliseum. I know Kevin's going to give me some shit for this, but uh, I just have a, there's a very, I'm a sucker for like beat up places, like dumpy kind of stadiums or restaurants <laughs> that have a ton of character. Uh, Oakland Coliseum fits that to a T. I've spent a ton of time there going to games Nobody's in that stadium. You get to just sit right behind home plate, uh, <laughs> cheap drinks. You know, you just go create a, a same game parlay and cheer for like RBIs and hits and stuff like that. It, it is just a lot of fun. And then the past couple of years, the A's have been awesome. So now I think it would be less exciting to watch them, but uh, very nostalgic for the Coliseum and just the Bay Area in general. Look, Will, that, that place is the reason that one day you're just going to be able to go to your Blackhawks and Golden Knights game and then get into an Uber and go watch 
uh, the White Sox versus the Los, An- Las Vegas athletics or Allegiant and go see the Raiders. <laughs> They're all moving to Vegas. <laughs> They're all moving to Vegas. So yeah, that, that place is not great. I, you know, it, it, it's better for an A's <laughs> game than a Raiders game. The Raiders, were, I went to a Bears Raiders game there. That was just, just awful, but I'll um, never understand how the Raiders played with the baseball dirt. No. I just, yeah. I cannot understand that. I just time. remember seeing it on Madden as a kid and was like, what is going on here? They can't put grass over that. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> well, let's let, let's finish it up with your your last two picks here. Yeah. So, uh, nearly chose Staples, aka Crypto.com Arena, for uh, the Lakers, but instead I'm gonna go see the Sparks CP mm-hmm. return game. So much history in that arena. Whether it's Lisa Leslie, uh, the Shack, the Kobe statues out there, uh, just a ton of history. Great fans. Um, yeah, just love to see a game there. And it's not going to be called Crypto.com Arena probably after No, this cryptos week, are so. going to go away after the end of this podcast. There will uh, be... Dogecoin Arena? Is that, <laughs> is that still a thing? Not that either. <laughs> Doug Doug Goose Arena. <laughs> and then uh, last one for me is Camden to go see Duke. Another one of those where it's just like the experience, mm-hmm. the history, going to see those fans in that tiny arena. And Duke's always got a good team, so... Uh, you're going to see a fun game and just people losing their minds, which is always a great experience. So that was my road trip. I got to correct you there. You said Camden. It's Cameron. Oh, you're right. I don't know what Cameron I'm saying. Andor. Yeah. I thought, I, you wrote that. I was like, is it going to Camden Yards? But I don't know why I said that. That's really weird. Anyway, Cameron. I love your picks, Will. Uh, I, think you would, I think you would have a great trip there. Um, we're going to get to my picks and Matt's uh, fantastic, incredible journey after this. Uh, we've got a good graphic for that. Uh, but first, if you want to start your day with a competitive edge, Strava CBD coffee is a game changer and has helped thousands of people to improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious, fresh roasted specialty coffee infused with organic, broad spectrum CBD. CBD from hemp does make you higher hungry but it does offer real benefits that can help you feel alert and focused without the jitters, live your day more balanced with less anxiety and fewer aches and pains. Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep so you can wake up feeling your best. The best part? Strava is all about quality. Everything is small batch, fresh, and straight to your door. Strava also offers concentrated full-spectrum CBD tinctures, for those looking for a more traditional CBD format with a powerful entourage effect of benefits. Today, CHGO listeners can save 25% off their entire purchase when you use code CHGO25. That's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com when you use code CHGO25 at checkout. That discount coupon is valid on non-subscription purchases only, one use per customer. I've mentioned this on the show before. This is actually something that I got the free sample because I'm a podcast host. And when I was done with that, I actually bought more. That is actually the absolute truth because I love this stuff. I'm a little older than these dudes. Um, so I need some of the, some of this relief from the, from the aches and pains. So I appreciate that. I'm but drinking I know. it right now. Yeah, are you really? Because I'm younger than you yeah. doesn't mean I don't also have aches and pains, Kev. I and I also do, drank through my free supply and then bought more myself. Did you really? Oh, That's yeah. Awesome. Jacoby, have you bought Strava Craft Coffee? You're going to do this to me again? The answer is yes this time around. Yes. Yes, I have. All right. Well, because you already love Strava, you can subscribe and save with the Strava Coffee Club. With Strava, you're in control. 
save on your favorite coffees and have them automatically delivered to your home or office on your preferred schedule. So yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, next time when you come in, Jacoby, uh, I'll have a pot brewed for us um, when we actually do this on set in the studio. So, hey, my G, I appreciate it. All right, back to the ultimate sports road trip. We're going to uh, get get moving here because uh, we've been having a great time. Um, I have been lucky enough um, to see like a lot of cool places. Like I covered um, baseball for quite a while. I covered the Bears for for two or three seasons, so I saw a lot of Bears places. Um, there are still places I want to go, so I think this is kind of like a mixture um, of both. Um, for the Bears, I think there's really only one choice here there's a lot of choices but for me there's only one and that's to go to the holy land the greatest uh, site of the greatest moment in bears history the superdome and see the bears play the saints like i can mm-hmm. only imagine what marty uh, what um bourbon street must be like when the, when the bears are in town um so i would, I would really like to go there for a weekend eat drink and then, you know, the Bears have a really good shot of winning that game, too. So I don't know if you guys have ever been – any of you ever been to the Superdome? I have not. I have. You, you convinced me, though. Now I'm trying to go. <laughs> Jacoby, tell me about it. Um, I went to see the – I'm trying to think. The On the Run tour, I think that's what it was called, uh, Beyonce okay. and Jay-Z. Um, I want to say it might have been like seven years ago at this point. Um. And it, I mean, it was a fantastic experience. That was probably talking about all these sports road trips. Watching Beyonce on stage was probably the hardest work I ever seen in a stadium in my life. Um, really? and, and so to actually go in and to see a game, I think would be would be dope as hell. Am I thinking? Am I thinking wrong? But didn't Beyonce do the halftime show of that Niners Ravens Super Bowl at the Superdome? The one that blew the blew the energy out. Blackout. I game? feel like yeah, I think so. Right. It, it might be one of the same. I, I can't remember. Only halftime show I can remember is Prince because it was Minnesota. It just has such a good link. Every you can last year, don't remember. And yeah. it rained gonna, while he did Purple Rain. I mean, it was freaking <laughs> unbelievable. Well, I'm gonna one up Jacoby. I actually went to the real Prince one during the Bears one. Mm. That was like the only highlight of that entire thing was seeing the was seeing was seeing Prince in person in Miami. Um, who who did the one in Minnesota? I, like, I, Justin Timberlake, I think. Was it okay? There's somebody like, else was there. I feel like that's I, a safe guess. I feel like he does it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that his first time back after the uh, the dreaded wardrobe malfunction? That was the was. that was like yeah. early 2000s when that happened with him. Yeah, that was the Carolina Patriots. Uh, yeah, and that was in, that one was in Houston. I remember that for for whatever reason. So. Um, for the Bulls, I agree with you, Jacoby. I think that there's a lot of great places. I have not been to really any NBA arenas outside of the United Center. Like, I even want to get up to Pfizer for, for the Bucks. Never been there. Um, Pfizer is ne- nice. Never, yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, but for me, I would, you know, I, I've been to Madison Square Garden for a Sweet 16 playoff game. Um, so I, that's kind of itched that would for me. I would love to go out to San Francisco, get that San Francisco experience, and see the Golden State Warriors and Chase Center. I know it's a far cry from Oracle Arena, mm-hmm. um, and that was really kind of like the only that was like the West Coast version of, of Madison Square Garden. Uh, but I, I want to see what what Chase Center's got going on there, the house that Steph built. 
Um, Will, have you been there? Is that is, is that a good? Pick? I've been there. I've been there a bunch. Uh, it is like top of the line as far as stadium accommodations, and it's just absolutely beautiful. The food's really good. Um, all the seating is like really great, so you like always have a good angle no matter how far up you are. Um, and it definitely the the fans for sure carry over. Like you can still hear their like warriors, warriors. Good. Uh, the the chanting is great. Those fans are awesome. So definitely a great choice, but uh, also very nostalgic for uh, you know Oracle Arena, the uh, the former. Oracle Arena, not the baseball anymore. What's the so, get in the door playoff price for for Chase? I think I saw a comparison to like Milwaukee was like fifty nine bucks or something. It was like three fifty eight to get. Yeah, in you the can't door. get in there cheap. You cannot get in there cheap. Mm. Um, so the first, like, like a lot, like a big part of that pick for me is like being able to see the Steph era Golden State Warriors. Like even if they may be a little past their prime, you know, which is I guess maybe arguable. Um, it's like just even able to see, see that it's like important to me. The, the first time I went to a Giants game at Oracle Park, um, Barry Bonds came up and hit a home run on his first at bat and, and hit it into the bay. And I was like, you, yeah, like you just can't act, like if you're going to go to a Giants game for the first time ever, like that's exactly what you want to see. So, mm. um, so I would actually say, like, had I not picked the Chase Center, I probably would have picked the Giants for a Cubs outing. Um, but instead I'm, I'm headed East and, and going to PNC park. I've been at PNC a, a few times before, always had a great time. Pittsburgh is like kind of an underrated weekend city. You can get there. You can go up to the inclinator, go to the Andy Warhol museum, uh, drive around and go to like those weird places to get beer. Um, to, to load up with yingling. I don't know if you guys have ever had to do that. Like the, the Pennsylvania liquor laws are still super weird. Yeah. So you have to go to like these like I don't even know what they call them, um, but you just can't roll into a, a jewel or whatever. Not that they have jewels, but um, PNC Park has Quaker State and Lube chicken wings, which they actually serve in a bucket. And when I got that, I was like, "Why doesn't every single baseball park <laughs> actually serve chicken wings in a bucket?" Because it is actually an awesome, awesome ballpark food. That I don't know why anyone's like we should be doing that at Wrigley and, and, and Sox Park for sure. Oh, I, I don't know if you guys ever given that any thought, but I, I want chicken wings at every event. I just if you anything you invite me to, please if you offer food, have chicken wings. And if that feels like a stereotype, then you need to reevaluate your stereotypes. But it, it also holds, it just holds true. Um, you, get the, you get the wet naps, and then you then you can just go back to, to keeping score, right? And exactly. Um, I'm glad that two people thus far have picked Pittsburgh, and we're not even sniffing Philly though, because oh, ain't nobody trying to go see a single Philly team and deal with no Philly fans, man. I'm not trying to get beat up worst. just to see my team play. It ain't even I, worth it. So I actually like Philly because I feel like it's Chicago's asshole brother, right? It actually <laughs> feels very similar to me. Um, I've had a great time there. I, I have no Philly picks on here, um, but I've covered I've covered a bunch of things in Philly. Dirty Franks is an, un, an unbelievable, probably my favorite dive bar on the planet. Um, I will say I was there in the 2008 world series and mm. i got to the philly airport rented a car and it was the tampa bay rays versus the philadelphia phillies and the rental car that they gave me had florida plates and i was like there is zero and i didn't notice this until i like drove away i'm like there is zero chance that my car is not my rental car is not going to get vandalized 
in the it, it, what is it, what is it called? The, I, I forgot what the, the ballpark's name in the parking lots there. So, like, luckily, actually, it didn't because the Phillies ended up winning that World Series. But afterward, we got in the car. Uh, it was me and Jeff Passan, uh, who was you know my Yahoo Sports teammate at that, that at that time. And it was way after the 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 Phillies had won, and the streets are going crazy or whatever. And we were exiting the the lot, and all of a sudden, here comes this shirtless dude, probably 300, 350 pounds. Just do you remember the old wrestler Hercules? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. He was in WWF, and he would just—he was like had chains, and he would like hit. It was like a thirty-foot chain, and he would like spin it around his head. This dude had like a thirty-foot chain, and it was coming straight for my rental car. And I had to like drive over a curb and like do this on like defensive driving to get away from this guy, like hitting this car with my chain. So, like, I actually kind of like atmospheres like that but i understand like <laughs> you know what i mean like it was like, exciting like it got my heart beating and made me feel alive but i always yeah, it it's all, it's all fun until it goes people. one step too far and then and then you're not enjoying it at all kev <laughs> well, then you're in the hospital in <laughs> because philly fans are the worst <laughs> hey, hey shout out to philly philly we got city cast philly coming soon um and again i saw them I, watching philly win uh, the Super Bowl was cool. It wasn't in Philly, uh, but y'all also y'all got to get a new sports song. Come on, hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished. Come on, man, get a new song. <laughs> it, it's classic, but come on, get a new one. All right. So uh, after Pittsburgh, I am driving up to the Bronx and going to Yankee Stadium. I actually don't really like the new Yankee Stadium, um, but I feel like if I'm going to go on a Sox road trip. I want to see him play the Yankees, if that makes sense. Um, that was my first pick before I switched. Yeah, like it's it's fun to take the train up there, sort of. And I have a couple I have a couple New York City subway stories that I probably shouldn't go in unless the story is unless this podcast is gonna be three hours long. Uh, but but Yankee Stadium is good. So uh, I'm gonna move a little quickly here because I, I feel like we're running a little bit behind. But um, for the Blackhawks, I've never been to Canada. And to me, this choice came down between Toronto and Montreal, which I feel like if you're going to go see a hockey game, it's going to be those two. Although Vancouver called pretty hard. Uh, But I think I'm going to have to go to the Montreal and and home of the the Canadians and see what that's all about and see them in their in their home red. I think that would just be amazing Um, for the sky. I'm going out. I'm going out to Las Vegas. um, And it's not only because Las Vegas would be a great trip, but the Las Vegas aces are loaded this year. And, uh, you know, if, if the Sky get to the WNBA finals, they're probably going to be playing the Aces. So I think that would be a, a great one. And then for my wild card pick, I'm not an Illinois football fan. I'm not really a Northwestern football fan. Um, but I would actually like to go to Penn State um, and actually see the game day atmosphere there. I've actually been to most Big Ten stadiums, and that's one that has actually eluded me. Um, so I want to see the uh, – the atmosphere in Happy Valley on a Saturday and the whiteout. And I think we remember the Illinois football uh, game there last fall when it went to like, what, eight or nine overtimes or something crazy. And Brett Belima and the fighting line, I actually pulled it off. Uh, so sign me up for, for, for Penn State. What do you guys think? It's a great one. I've been to Penn State before. It is the worst. Like getting there from Syracuse was the worst travel experience of my life to this point um but yeah once you get inside of their little bubble it's pretty uh they got some wild stories themselves but it's a pretty uh raucous fan base 
just a little bit. Yeah, it, it was a little like weird cultish thing that does give me a little bit of pause, but um, that's what I pick. And uh, yeah, like, like you said, it's so hard to get to. That's why probably why I've never been there. So, mm-hmm. all right, Matt. Let's uh, Joey. Can you queue up the the Google Maps thing that actually that Matt actually he like actually took this literally and it's like I'm gonna have to drive y'all. Here. Yeah, I do appreciate the effort here. <laughs> well, yeah, I thing. thought maybe I misunderstood the assignment, but I thought it was like, okay, make a real road trip where you could, hypothetically speaking, make all of these games and the sports respective seasons and schedules like pan out in a realistic way. So I, that's what I did. <laughs> um, Above and beyond. So, a plus all right. I'm, so I'm starting in Chicago and I'm driving all the way down to Houston, Texas, right out of the gate. Um, first and foremost, because it means I get to see my nieces who live in Houston, Texas, but also going to White Sox Strohs at Minute Maid Park. I've been to several games there with my sister and my brother-in-law. It's an awesome ballpark. I love their menu. I mean, I make a lot of fun of Texas for a lot of different reasons, but man, people down in Texas know how to eat. Um, (laughs) It's like their menu makes me feel like I'm at medieval times, just like eating various kinds of mutton. You know, it's amazing. Plus, they've got... uh, a partnership with St. Arnold, which is this amazing brewery uh, in Houston. Delicious beers. I'm going down to Texas next weekend. Can't wait to drink some St. Arnold's. Uh, and the Strohs have a lot of their delicious beers on tap at Minute Maid Park. So I'm starting there. And even though I'm a Cubs fan, I'm cheering for the Sox because I think it's funny when my brother-in-law gets really mad that his Strohs lose. And I'm still ragging him Strohs, about man. that cheating BS from when the Strohs won the World Series. Uh, you know, because our Cubbies won without cheating. Um, so then I'm going quick jaunt from Denver or, or sorry, from Houston over to Austin. And this is my wild card pick. I'm going to see Chicago Fire versus uh, Austin FC um, because they, the MLS team, just built a brand new stadium in Austin last summer. Q2 Stadium uh, that has an amphitheater outside. They've got a beer hall. 20,000 seat stadium and Austin is just a really fun town and I love going to soccer games. So I'm going to Austin. I'm going to Q2 arena or Q2 stadium to see Chicago fire uh, versus Austin FC. The, From the, Austin, cities that, the cities that are like really like identified through MLS are, are super weird though. What do you mean? <laughs> like, look, I like MLS as much as the next guy, or maybe I don't. But, like, Austin is like, man, we've really arrived. We've got an MLS team now. (laughs) Well, I I mean, like, so they – but the MLS started back in the mid to late 90s, Kev, and all of the major cities and the major sports market cities just automatically got a team. I know. And now now they're going – now they're expanding to lesser towns like St. Louis. Well – you know why? It's because soccer is growing in popularity in this country. That was a St. Louis slam. <laughs> well, yeah. You'll notice that St. Louis is nowhere on my itinerary. No one's Louis. going to St. Louis, man. Like, I don't no want to see one. a Blues Blackhawks game there. That Cardinals, the Cardinals stadium is so like, talk about an opportunity missed. Like, okay, I, mm. you know, I'll actually give St. Louis people some credit. Like, the Cardinals have a great history. They're the National League version of the Yankees, blah, blah, blah. Then you just build just a shitty stadium. Cut a bunch of corners. 
Like St. Louis sucks. <laughs> no one, no one wants to go to St. Louis. I went there oh. once when I was in high school. I was like, oh, cool. There's the arch. Can we leave now? Like, yeah. <laughs> Chicago should know St. Louis ever since we reversed the river and sent everything downwards, and it continues <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> I will say, Pappy's barbecue is unbelievable. I would road trip down there just for Pappy's barbecue. I mean, you can get good barbecue a lot of places, Kev. Like Austin. <laughs> like Austin. Man, Austin is a good sleeper city. I like I like that pick for sure. I got it's some, a, some good friends city. and family in Austin. It's a fun city. And, and, you know, I haven't been. It's a brand new stadium. I love going to stadiums I haven't been to yet, um, which is the reason for – or part of the reason for a lot of the things on my, on my list. Um, all right, so I'm going from Austin – to Vegas because like Kev I picked Chicago Sky versus Las Vegas Aces similar reasons the Las Vegas Aces are a good team like a really good team and I also I'm starting this road trip like late summer early fall and lining it up where this could hypothetically be a Sky Aces WNBA finals game um and I haven't been to their stadium they play at Michelob Ultra Arena which is like in the Mandalay Bay Casino and Resort which you is, find you know, Cody Del Mendo there drinking his Michelob Ultras. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, probably hanging out with Jimmy Butler, drinking drinking their Michelob Ultras that they love so much. <laughs> it's a trash beer, but I, I still want to go see what <laughs> what stadium they bought to put their name the on St. it. St. Louis of beers, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you're right down the street from Caesars Palace. You know, you just get to go out and have a good time in Vegas and, and catch a WNBA game. Um, and, you know, I don't know how long it'll take me to drag myself away from Vegas as I continue this road trip, because once I'm there, you know, <laughs> it's hard to leave Vegas. Um, moving from Vegas to San Francisco, because I also chose Giants, Cubs, Oracle, have never been there. Uh, one of my best friends from growing up lives out in San Fran, and I owe him a visit. He is a diehard Cubs fan, um, and so I would love to go check out that ballpark. Uh, and and catch a uh, a Cubs Giants game. Although I mean, you know, we were talking about what costs to get into Chase. Will I mean, is it similar for for Giants games? Is it like ridiculously expensive just because San Francisco? It's I don't think it's that bad. It's definitely not like the Chase Center equivalent. Like I, it's I don't think it's worse than Wrigley, honestly. No, okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it looks like a cool ballpark. I've heard great things about it. Um, and you know, Cubs Giants would be great and. Like you, I, I mean, I fondly look back on that 2016 postseason series. And I would love to go and, you know, be like, oh, this is where the magic happened when the Cubs won that uh, division series. So road trip continues driving from San Fran to Denver. And this is my Bears pick. I want to go see Bears Broncos at Mile High. Never been to Mile High before. And it's like a very iconic, historic football stadium in the country. Um, and you know, if Bears fans are used to going to football games in the cold, and it's it won't even really be winter yet. Now we're getting into like October ish, late September. Go, have have any of you guys been to a game at Mile High? I was at no. uh, Mile High a couple of years ago when the Bears had that comeback win, and I can't remember if it was Pinero or Parkey at that point who hit the field goal at the end. Was that um, Cody Parkey? Cody Parkey. Was, I was gonna uh, say it feels wrong that it would yeah, be Parkey. It was Pinero, but, yeah. Uh, I think it was like right after the whole double doink thing. And then everybody's like, oh my God, we finally made a field goal. Um, like Eddie Pinero won that game and then like somehow like got hurt and then no one ever heard from him again. Yeah. But yeah, really beautiful stadium. I will say this. 
it took i went there to visit my brother who was living in denver at the time it took us like an hour and a half to get out of the stadium i don't know if it was like we were just tourists who didn't know what was what but like we could not we like had to walk a mile and a half to get an uber it was ridiculous and you know, you know, I'm popping into the DNVR bar after Bears Broncos, and you know, hanging out with our Denver crew. Um, the next leg of the trip is the longest, and that's why I also have in here a couple of options to split it up. So these are outside of pick one game for each Chicago team to go see them on the road. I also threw maybe popping into Kansas City and going to a Chiefs game at Arrowhead as I move my way back east, because I haven't been to Arrowhead, another famous NFL stadium. And like you said, Will, it would be awesome to just see Patrick Mahomes play live. So that maybe not might not be Bears-Chiefs, but just go see a Chiefs game. And then also along that route, popping into my alma mater, Kenyon College uh, in central Ohio, as my way, my way further east, uh, none of their sports programs are very good. Uh, they have a very good swimming team, but it's not like I want to go watch a swim meet. I just want to go see my old college campus say what's up Shout on my to, way uh, to Midwest go ahead. Arts colleges oh yeah oh i mean elite division three swimming just elite elite <laughs> i went to, i went to one kenyan lords by the way the the kenyan uh athletics the men's teams are the kenyan lords and the women's teams are the kenyan ladies it's like it's are you sure you don't want to take your wild card pick back like just uh, <laughs> swimming yeah um but, you know, everybody loves going to see their old college campus, and I haven't been for a while. I missed the most recent reunion. So I'm, I'm popping in there on my way to my Blackhawks pick, which is Hawks Caps at Capital One Arena. Uh, for a similar reason that you gave, Jacoby, for going to see Hawks uh, and, and Pens and paying your respects, uh, I have always been in awe of uh, Alex Ovechkin. I've never yeah. seen him play live. And, uh, you know, D.C., Fun town to hang out at. Haven't been to D.C. in a long time, and I've never been to that stadium. So go catch Blackhawks caps and hopefully, you know, see Ovechkin play before he retires. Although, you know, who knows? That that dude might just pull Yamir Yager and play until he's fucking 65. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was torn between those two, too, for the exact same reason. And, uh, and then the road trip continues uh, for the final legs, driving from D.C. to N.Y.C., I've been to the garden a million times between visits to New York and when I lived in New York and I'm still picking it bulls Knicks. Like it just doesn't get better. I grew up on the bulls Knicks rivalry. I, you know, that, that stadium is it to me. Uh, like outside of what I feel when I'm in the United center at, for a bulls game, Madison square garden, it's iconic. It is the Mecca of basketball. And Every time I go there after the time where my brother and I were physically removed by MSG security, I feel like I'm like sneaking and winning at life a little bit because I was told to leave. And then every time I come back after that, I'm like, yeah, I I snuck my way in. That is the least surprising thing I have heard during this hour. So you were banned like I've Charles. I've kicked Oakley. out of the garden. <laughs> there, there's, yes, there's, exactly. there's two pictures at the at the door. It's Charles Oakley and Peck. Right, right. <laughs> Ch- Charles and I are part of a very exclusive fraternity of people that were escorted out of the Madison Square Garden. <laughs> and uh, and then I thought about it, and to cap off the road trip, it's not a game, but I've never been to the. Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame, uh, jaunt of a drive up the East Coast from New York City. So that's where I end my road trip so I can go check out the Basketball Hall of Fame. There it is. Nice. Love it. Well, 
I, th- I congratulations. I think we need to gas up our tanks and uh, and really start g- getting to work here. Mm-hmm. Uh, here. Here's Matt's road trip. Everyone can see here on, on YouTube. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, one of our YouTube commenters, Brandon Halford. He said, I live in Utah, and a few years ago I did the Cubs at Wrigley, the second round of the draft, and a Blackhawks playoff game in the same day. That must have been more than a few years ago. He saw a Blackhawks playoff game. Uh, then he went to Louisville for Kentucky Derby the next day. Uh, that is a great two-day um, two span. So shout out to Brandon. Uh, thank you for commenting. Um, Jacoby, how'd you like our, your first visit here to the CHGO podcast? Hey, this was fun. I'm glad we weren't sitting in 90 degree studio, but yeah. we do got to do this again uh, all yeah. together down at the studio. This was uh, this was fun. I was going to be shooting this shit one way or another, either on CityCast. Uh, luckily, Simone is there with uh, another Chicago podcast. I believe it's called Mather, uh, Magic the Gathering. Okay. Um, and, and they do a podcast, and so she's sitting down with them. I might be getting the name completely wrong and, and messed it up, but is the uh, podcast about the card game Magic the Gathering? Because if so, you just got yourself a new listener. Yeah, I feel like I compl- <laughs> I feel like I might have messed it up, and it's called something else. Uh, but S- Simone isn't here to fact check me. But um, I- I'm glad I got to to still be on the air today. Awesome. Well, we thank you for stopping by. We will we will definitely do this in person. Matt and Will, thanks for jumping on the Chicago Sports Podcast. Uh, with you guys not having a lot to do, I know I'm going to be leaning on you this summer. So, Hey, man, we got a live show coming up at 3 o'clock. What are you I talking know about? You <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. Tune in. All right. And thank you to our producer, Joey, um, for putting this all together. He always does great work. Uh, make sure you're following us. Make sure you give us a rate and review on your podcast provider of choice. And make sure you're becoming a member of the CHGO family. We appreciate everyone, uh, every one of you. We will see you here next Thursday at 1230, hopefully back in the CHGO studios. See you next time. Thanks a lot.